0: This podcast was started to discuss meaningful topics and issues from the lens of two Comerican sisters and other diverse community leaders. Today's topic is walking down memory lane. Welcome back to the two Comerican sisters podcast. My name is Melissa.
1: I'm Jasmine and we are your co-hosts and we just wanted to talk about how it was like growing up. I feel like I'm 26 but I'm around younger people and i realize realized like the disconnect sometimes. Um, so it's kind of interesting. You are obviously a millennial. Mm-hmm. I'm in that weird in-between. I don't know what I am, I forgot. You're a <laughs> millennial, like, right? Well, it's 1995, so it's like close to, I don't know, gen something. but not gen yeah, C. It's like gen not C. quite your generation, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like after. Yeah, but it's still before the internet, and before social media, and before cell phones, before like everyone had cell phones, (laughs) and like (laughs) we we grew up around the internet boom. And I remember during during our childhood, we would be outside a lot. I would make a game list every day. (laughs) Like, here are the things I'm gonna do inside the house, outside the
0: house. Personal list. Yeah, I made
1: lists. I love. I didn't know that. (laughs) What? Yeah, like elementary school. I, I would that. just make a list, like game list. Like whenever my friends and I would be together, you know, Angie lived next door. So um yeah, but we would just make random games. Like I remember one time, Mike had left the Xbox in our garage and we had mattresses down there and blankets and the garage door was open and MacGyver and I would play, you know, or like we would ride bikes. I remember... Robert left his rollerblades and i they didn't fit me, but I used them to like go around the cul de sac. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of fun memories of just being outside yeah.
0: a lot. I did and- play outside a lot. Like I would play house, and then Robert and I would be like the husband and wife, and then <laughs> like Monica and Jessica would be our kids. And then we would find like berries and milk them oh. to make food. <laughs> we found like a wood round and then like try to mimic our parents yeah So they would make the food study. in the kitchen and then we i just, wonder if they remember that <laughs> i don't know and then at yay's house in casino road parkside we would roll down that hill yeah it looks so the big good, grassy area yeah yeah we would roll down we just find things to do yeah. and i remember jessica and i our middle sister um she and i would play outside a lot I was a bad kid, though. I would play with bugs and try to kill them. And I killed bugs with salt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I like plucked the wings off of mosquitoes oh, and then no. put them back. <laughs> well, Those mosquitoes, so maybe yeah. that's helpful. <laughs> and then Jessica and I, we had our own mountain bikes. so we did a lot of bike riding around the neighborhood. We'd go rummage for coins, like around the house and inside couches. Um, <laughs> To try to have enough change to buy like ices and hot dogs and like snacks from 7 Eleven and ride our bikes back. So, buy yeah. burgers from McDonald's and call yeah. them Krabby I know <laughs> uh, we watched SpongeBob <laughs> and the burgers look so good, the Krabby Patties. So then we would go to McDonald's and like order our version of the Krabby Patty, <laughs> bring it back and watch Spongebob, Squarepants. But yeah, yeah, I have a lot of positive childhood memories. Um, obviously, you know, loved being around our cousins. They're like similar ages as we are. And we would play video games and loved having sleepovers.
1: Yeah, I remember.
0: And our parents would be over too. So mm-hmm. it was
1: a whole family sleepover.
0: Yeah, so yeah. much fun. And yeah. just being centered around Cambodian food, we always had huge gatherings and we'd eat on the floor on a kathil and have hot pot, yahan. We'd have katil, nombuchok, like yeah. um, ban chow, like mm-hmm. all the traditional Cambodian food that you can think of. Um, so I felt like our childhood was pretty positive. Yeah, it's interesting because
1: the internet came and we joined like social media sites when we were younger. And it's just interesting to see how much it can be helpful and how it can be harmful as well. Um, But I think there's just a lot of pressure on young ones today. Like if I was in high school right now, I think it would really be different. Because I felt like back then you can wear whatever because no one really knew about fashion and stuff. But then nowadays you see kids being flawless, you know, like wear makeup early on. And yeah, it's just different, I guess. I guess,
0: well, for but me- But I guess they had
1: a little bit of that back then. For I me, guess.
0: like I started wearing makeup in middle school and then I got really into makeup and fashion in high school because I wanted to fit in. And then all the cool kids wore brands like Hollister or Pascal, Abercrombie. And those like were so expensive. And I remembered if you wore that, then you'd fit in, you know, or attempted to fit in. So I think in a way that was still happening even before the internet. But I know I understand what you mean with the internet. Now there's cyberbullying, there's the like idea of wanting to look perfect. And I do agree with you now. Um, girls like in middle school and high school they look like they're in their 20s and 30s because they know how to like contour they know how to do their eyebrows and like have lashes they have like long nails so I can see how perfectionism exists within that um, generation now which are like new new issues that we as millennials didn't really have to grow up with
1: yeah I guess if there's always been that Pressure mm-hmm. always. I would just say, I just hope that everyone, but I don't know. I just don't want people to have to feel like they have to grow up so fast, you know? Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But to each their own and we all learn in mm-hmm.
0: If I have kids in the future, I would want them to play outside and not watch TV and play video mm-hmm. games and be glued to a screen. I want them to experience what it's like to be a kid, um, to enjoy nature and to have like social skills. So I hope that that's something that we can still do, you know?
1: yeah,
0: I would, yeah, want to introduce my kids to like like having creative outlets, right? Um, Outside of the internet. So doing like pottery, learning an instrument, learning a sport, like I think it's so important to introduce them to like those types of like fun and like varied experiences. And I think, like, the easiest thing for
1: parents may be to give that tablet or give that phone, you know? Right. So that they can do other things. They can get more sleep. But, yeah, I already see. I know Yay and Matt would always tell me, like, don't go up to the screen. Oh, yeah. like, to they always say the that. Screen. And then I got glasses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they <Yeah>. were right.
1: <laughs> but there's a, a lot of my students who need glasses, oh, you know, or at that go age. on the tablet. Yeah. Wait, what it age is did crazy. you have glasses? um second grade I think because that's when I kept losing them (laughs) yeah I think it was second grade because we did that hearing test vision test yeah I got pulled aside like all my friends were like yeah I passed but then I didn't pass (gasps) and I felt so bad yeah like I didn't do something right but it's not my fault
0: yeah I did um I needed to get glasses in second grade but I didn't get them until sixth grade but my eyesight was horrible as a kid yeah
1: yeah yeah, I guess just all of that still. But it's interesting. Some of the kindergartners have cell phones already. Or like the fifth graders so, yeah. are trying to grow up fast too. And yeah, there's like dating, Instagrams, you know, just all these things. But yeah, it's interesting that if it, after 25 is when your brain matures. Mm-hmm. After a certain age, you mature and then you can like critically analyze stuff. But when you're younger, you kind of like go off of
0: your but (laughs) yeah feelings and social pressures and stuff gosh that like bubbles my mind that um kindergartners have cell phones because I didn't get a cell phone until high school until I was able to afford one myself but I had to like I had to work for the things I had to work to get like my car pay bills I paid bills in high school and like kids are just been given these devices because Um, it's a necessity now yeah so yeah, if they're able to afford them, I mean, Ailani, our little cousin, she grew up around technology, and that always concerned me. Oh, yeah, but she's a good kid. So yeah, it's just about balance. I yeah. think
1: I see the benefits of. Well, I've been playing Animal Crossing, so it's nice to have a community. Like now, the internet in the, like video game, it brings us together. Yeah. yeah, it brings people together. It allows you to like have. Your mind off of things, like it's just to relax and to challenge yourself, maybe, and like puzzles and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, it can be good. It can be yeah, good. but yeah, I think it's harmful when you just know about your friends' stuff through Instagram, oh, like you've never right. talked to them. But I have some mm-hmm. friends that are like, "Yeah, I saw
0: you do this and this." But like, they don't this ask you over. any questions because they already saw that you did it. Yeah,
1: yeah, or like they weren't there with you in that moment to text you about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just interesting that now we kind of rely on that to learn about mm-hmm. what's going on in people's lives.
0: Yeah, i used it's to like picture perfect. And we see everyone's perfect lives, you know, on the internet. But I used to. You don't want
1: to post like the bad things, you know? What yeah. would you want to post about that?
0: I used to be that person that will post about everything, everything that's going on in my life. Even when Facebook started to come out with the, like, how are you feeling? And then I'd be like, I'm feeling sad, or I'm feeling happy, I'm like that's TMI. That's yeah. too much information.
1: Well, I feel like the culture back then, like when we had Zanga and Mysy, yeah. we would post about how we're feeling and stuff, because mm-hmm. that's when we were starting to learn about the internet. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I'm used to check in to places too, like I'm, I, uh, you know, Melissa just checked in at this restaurant, but then that that's would that you were there, <laughs> project out to everyone that I'm not home, and then someone yeah. could be here at my house you know robbing the place so yeah. i stopped checking into like whenever i traveled too mm-hmm. because i would do that oh, yeah so i used to post whenever i traveled, and now i wait until after i come home and then i, tr- I post but... about my travels because i don't know who could be people be stalking me yeah 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 but you, you have know. to be careful about these things and then our mom is now a youtuber so then we try to tell her not to reveal things so people you know my might- easily be able to locate where we are License plate or yeah yeah but yeah I used to reveal a lot about my life but most recently I decided okay well there are things that I don't want to be shared I don't want to be posted on the internet because it's permanent on the internet you know even if you delete it who knows Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: you can but sometimes it's still there like if you tried googling your name there's like a bunch of things that come up So I know a lot of parents who post everything, you know, about their kids. But then what if, like, when they're older, they're like, oh, wow, the whole my, you know, the whole world knew how Mm -hmm. I grew up, exactly how I grew up on the Internet.
1: Yeah, I think it might be okay if you're private. But, yeah, some of it is like, I don't know, I think everyone wants to share something about their life. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of up to them to choose. Yeah. Yeah, but I do see some people that do like daily updates, and yeah, I think it's for like family to
0: see. To each their own, but some things to like think about. I think if our mom had access to the internet back then, our whole childhood, (laughs) from like happy moments to embarrassing moments, would all be on the internet. Yeah. I'm so glad that she didn't have access to the internet. I know.
1: (laughs) We had the camcorder. Yes, entertain. we do have a
0: lot of, a lot of home, homemade videos.
1: Yeah, which we keep saying, but we should probably preserve
0: because I would love to watch them again. We need to preserve them because I heard yeah. that there's like an expiration date. Oh, okay. Like it goes away if you don't digitize them. So yeah. that's something on our list of things to do.
1: Yeah. you said something that is a disconnect for you? I guess I shared a little bit about mine, but I think it's like the... I think now that I'm older, I have a different perspective on how to spend time you know what I mean like I would rather which is what our family does a lot but just the examples of other families you know you know I think like when we come together I want to talk like I want to catch up you know this is the time that we set aside to spend time together and our lives are so busy and we're not able to be together in one place all the time so I think I really value like talking with people and playing board games, you know, turning off the phones, like put it away. Maybe we'll watch a movie or play video games here and there. But most of the time, I think I really value that deep conversation. But I think a disconnect with the younger generation might be like when we go there, like we watch TV or we watch movies, we talk about video games, but we don't never talk about like how we're feeling or like what's going on in our lives. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a disconnect for me because I want to share about, you know, how things are going, right? I want to hear how things are going for you. But I think maybe the disconnect is that they want to not think about those things because they want to just take their mind off of it, right? Because mm-hmm. they're in that state of like being in school and stuff. Yeah, but I think that's like a disconnect that I see for myself. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm like with my friends and family, I want to just talk. Like right. just be with each other, you know? And I think it's like realizing you know, how precious time is, right? Because mm. you never know how much time you have left. But mm-hmm. I feel like every time that I meet people, I want to just do that. You know, like I don't really want to do other things. Even just like going out to watch a movie, you don't really get to talk to each other that much, right? So I think I really value that like one-on-one, just like conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we do that now yeah. we're older, now that, you mm-hmm. know, you're in your late 20s. Wait, are you in your late 20s? You're mid 20s. Yeah, 26. Mid to late twenties. Nice. Yeah. Early uh, early to mid thirties for me. <laughs> um I didn't used to be like a deep conversationalist. I grew up around, huh? You would say you were not ever? No, I did not really oh. I didn't <laughs> no. So okay. okay. The people who I grew up around just love to party, love to like gamble. Go dancing, drink a lot. And that's, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying a majority of Cambodian Americans, but there is like a certain percentage, a high percentage of the population that turn to gambling, partying, and all that. It's a way for us to relieve our stress and worries. I don't know, like, I guess it was easy to be a part of because you feel like you're part of a group, you're part Mm -hmm. of a community. And you get to know a lot of people, but they're all just acquaintances. But they're not really people who you can rely on if something like came up because you never really spent your time getting to know them on a like a deep level. That was something that I learned. You know, all those people who like I partied with are no longer in my life. That's interesting. It makes sense though. Mm-hmm. Like superficial friends. Mm-hmm.
1: It's interesting that our friends change too. Like we want to make, at least when there was social media and I was in high school, in middle school, like I wanted to have as many friends as I could, you know, Mm -hmm. like the number mattered a lot. Mm -hmm. And then now it's not really that case anymore. And now I actually find my family as my friends. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we might annoy each other here and there, but you know, we're family, we love each other. (laughs) Yeah. But even like best friend people always say best friend mm-hmm. best friend best friend you don't really have to have one best friend but mm-hmm. i think right. like it's just interesting how your
0: perspective changes about that as you yeah go. in middle school high school probably college too you know when myspace and zanga came out with the top five the your top friends 10. and i'll be like okay she's my it's number one order. best friend this is my number two best friend yeah. my number three best <laughs> friends and i'm like I always had that in the back of my mind. And, you know, if I ever got married, I, like, knew who all my bridesmaids would be. Oh, my gosh. You know? Like,
1: you planned it all out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Friends yeah. come and go.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and and I think you get different things from different people, you know? My friends now, they're kind of moving towards that the next stages of their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, buying a house, getting a family. So, it's like we can't really spend that much time together anymore. Like, how we used to. So, it's interesting that things change, but if your friends are there for you through all the, those moments, even with the changes, like that's true friendship right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're able to be friends with someone since middle school, high school or college, that's really rare. If it's a healthy and positive relationship, then like hold on, you know, to those friendships because that's like gold. Like, I wish that we were exposed to more people who were like us, but it's okay. I don't think it's too late. We've been meeting new people on the internet, and I just feel like I've known them for a long time. And if we had lived closer, I could see us being more in each other's lives, but that's okay. I think when you get older, you start to conserve more of your time and energy to people who really matter, you know, and it's all about the quality versus quantity because we don't we all get the same amount of time each day and there's not a lot of time left right after working after like fulfilling your basic needs like make sure making sure you're staying hydrated and you're like consuming food there's not a lot of time left in the day after your self-care so the people who are a part of your lives like they're they're that special you know to you
1: yeah we recently reconnected with high school friend and her partner and we're in similar stages as them. So it's it's nice to reconnect and realize that we're on the same path. Because I feel like my other friendships, like they're already ahead, you know, like it's hard to relate. Like I can be supportive, but it's a little bit different, right? It's a different lifestyle. So so yeah, it's interesting how you can reconnect with people or meet new people, make
0: new connections.
1: But yeah, life is too short.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. And I'm just really thankful of how we grew up. And I loved like our childhood, aside from, you know, some some negative experiences like our parents divorcing and then mental illness, you know, yeah. Dealing with our dad's depression mental too. illness and depression, bipolar disorder. Those are mm-hmm. all really, really hard. I don't think any life or any family is perfect.
1: And it might seem like other people have it perfect, but everyone has something. Mm -hmm. You might not know it, right? So yeah, I don't regret anything. Um, And now we can look at our parents and have more appreciation for them than we did when we were younger.
0: Just the fact that Matt like cooked new things every day. I don't know how she did that. Now looking back, I don't know how she cooked a full on meal every single day. And, and like, she worked from like cleaned, 2 to midnight. Cleaned, took care of us. Oh, yeah. Props to yeah. her. Of-
1: With no... Com- I mean, she would be annoyed, but she wouldn't not do it. Like, she knew she had to do that.
0: And I complained about washing dishes.
1: So <laughs> yeah. I had no right. <laughs> so putting them away. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm glad we're at a point where we can talk to our parents and they know that we're taken care of and that they don't have to worry anymore. It's like a nice... Full circle
0: feeling. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that we can take care of ourselves without them having to worry. Yeah,
0: you know? and I realized that they show their love in different ways, too. Right. Like, I remembered feeling like I never really had a father figure. Me, too. But then I realized that he does love and care about us. But he yeah. just doesn't show it verbally. But he will show it through acts of service. Right. So he will do things for us. And now that I am a homeowner, he will come over whenever I need help if I need to fix something he's always here and he's always someone that I can rely on and I'm really really thankful that we have such a supportive and caring dad even though he doesn't know what the heck is going on in our lives he never asks us any questions but it's just, just how he bit. is so <laughs> I he sometimes asks but he doesn't remember <laughs> yeah. I just remember thinking when I graduated with, with my MBA I'm like he doesn't even know and he doesn't even care, but you know he what? I think explain
1: it, like, yeah. over and over, but yeah, it's just, like, you know,
0: the kind of dad that I want is, like, a little different, but it's okay, yeah. you know, I kind of <laughs> learned to accept him for who he is, and then just get that from someone else, so I get it from you, <laughs> from my, <laughs> okay, at least they're my cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think he's proud always, so, like, anything is, like, you know, like, he was already proud to begin with, Mm-hmm. So I don't think it impresses him because, like, he just, you know, it's always, out. <laughs> did I feel like before that when I graduated from high school, Matt and Bao were not together, so he mm-hmm. came separately.
0: Yeah.
1: And as soon as I walked out the stadium, he was right there. Like, oh, the that's day. so sweet. And he was clapping, like, he found me, and I was worried that he wouldn't be able to make it. But, yeah, I think Bao is always proud of us. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that, him, like, he's in a better place now than he was before. Too. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's up to us to change things, and we do.
1: Yeah, we'll make more memories together. Um, Yeah, we'll see how life changes, but yeah, family is always there. And I think, like, it can be easy to focus on the negative parts of being together or, like, negative parts of how people are, because with family, you see everything. Um, But I think I've become so, like, appreciative of just everybody, you know? And the fact that we do have different lives but we all try to come together mm-hmm. yeah especially like through covid too we made it happen during the summer mm-hmm. in last year virtually um and yeah i'm excited to see what will happen next for everybody because everyone's you know doing different things hopefully we'll stay here in the area we'll see but maybe we'll have some family new family members mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited for the future and Me too. Yeah. yeah, well, I wanted to talk to this, talk about this topic because I've been thinking about it a lot lately, but it is true. Like, kids and teens have experienced similar issues, and yeah, I know we gave a lot of advice to our younger selves, but I would just say that I am grateful for the way that we grew up, and hopefully we can pass those values down to our own kids in the future. And yeah, just encouraging our younger ones in the family to, you know, spend time and like have deep conversations, check in with each other. Yeah, it's interesting with the gaps that we have in our family, between our cousins and sisters.
0: This was a good opportunity for us to reflect on our life experiences. Right, well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, we're curious
1: to know about your topic. So your topic. We're curious to know about your thoughts on this topic. We were interested to dive back into our childhood and also reflect on the future. Um, If you would like to join us in this conversation, you can let us know your thoughts on Facebook or Instagram at Two American Sisters. We'll be updating more frequently now that we're back on our podcast season. And we'll be back with a new topic in two weeks. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.